Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. Uh, it's always an honor to come across your earwaves. And we're just, you know, Stephanie, yesterday we we were recording this podcast, and we again, we're talking about characteristics. We're talking about things we go through. And, boy, once in a while, it just hits. It just scratches that open wound, doesn't it? And uh, yesterday yeah. we, we came in with this self-handicapping, and, and, and you admitted that, you know, you and I spent hours upon hours really dealing with that issue. But I think, I don't think you're extremely, I don't think you're a freak. I think you're a freak, but in different ways, in a good way. Uh, but so if you're listening out there, folks, listen, it's okay to have biblical counseling. It's okay to talk to your friends. It's okay to go through this junk and, and, and settle it out. That's, that's all I wanted to say about self. Well, I think it's, I think it's more than okay. I think that is what James five is talking about Yeah. when it says, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. It doesn't say confess your sins says confess your faults, areas that you have weakness, areas that you know you need the Lord to help you, to to strengthen you, to heal you. It specifically yeah. talks about healing in that in that context. And we we live in a society that's so filled with pride. Oh the pervasive no yeah. one no one is willing to admit I'm at rock bottom today. I'm just really in a bad place today and I need prayer. If we would get back to being willing to just be human yeah. instead of having to walk around acting like we're super Christians when internally we're rotting and falling apart. Wow. The church would actually be able to function and do what God has us here to do. Exactly. And and I think that, um, I think we get locked in these bubbles of confusion and the devil wants us there. And, well, and, you and know, fear. And, and, there's a, there's a real sense in which if you admit that you have a weakness, yeah. oh, well, and it's, that's, that's so totally Satan. That's it's, not how it's, God is. And it's apathy. It you know, we talked about that the other day is one of the characteristics we covered. We, we get to this place where we're of no value. We can't do anything for anybody. We're going to lay on the couch. So I think we covered mm -hmm. it pretty well, but I, I want to yeah. promise you this. I ensure you uh, that Stephanie and I are going to hit the subject of self-handicapping in a real hard four or five part series as we come into narcissism and uh, the damage that's done by these narcissists. We're going to, we're going to really cover that. Now there's another characteristic I wanted to share today. Actually, Stephanie and I were talking about this just before I came on it. And a lot of people suffer from self injury. It's a terrible thing. It's, you know, the cutters and banging your head against the wall, punching a wall. And I want to remind you that that's never acceptable. We mentioned yesterday from first Corinthians six, that our body is a temple the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which have of God, and ye are not of your own, which ye are, ye have of God. So what, know ye not that your body is a temple, I might as well just, instead of trying to quote it in my mind, I just flipped to it. What, know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit 
the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. So when we remember, uh, when we're talking about self-injury, uh, that we're, we're going against the temple of a holy God. And uh, our body is a temple of the holy God. And we should take that into consideration when we go to cut it, mark it up, do anything it is we do with that. Um, you know, there's no, no place for self-injury, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And understanding that um, Jesus took, I, I love when I think about the fact that our Savior, that not, he, not, he not only took the penalty for our sin on himself, he took the cutting for us. He took all of that on himself. He went through that abuse on our behalf so we didn't have to. And he loved us enough to be cut for us. Um, He was wounded for our transgressions. You know, you think about what he went through prior to the crucifixion, the incredible, unspeakable torture that he was put through. He did that for you. He did that for you. You don't have to do that to yourself. He, He shed his blood even before he was nailed to the cross, he shed his blood so that you don't have to have your blood shed. And so to understand that that's, that love cost him so much, don't throw that love away and understand that he did that so that he could be your great physician. He did that so that you can heal. And so take advantage of that healing and don't, don't hurt yourself. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that more than covers what we're talking about here, but please don't hurt yourself and uh, seek help. And if you're suicidal, it's never a good idea to commit suicide. It's not God's plan for your life. The Bible says he has an expected end for us. The Bible teaches us that he knows the before and after time of our habitation. But then we also know uh, over in Ecclesiastes seven seventeen where it talks, why shouldest thou go before your time? So we know we give him this free will, but trust God in this area, folks. Trust God with all your heart. And again, once we get that perspective right, once we get away from all this bad stuff that's come into our hearts, that's done these things, once we can set that aside, we serve a wonderful God. And I don't know about you, but that's the God I want to serve. We see it with uh, the maniac of Gadara. Uh, you know, always night and day is in the mountains and the tombs crying and cut himself with stones. And he got right with God, wanted to go on the ship with him, went and published in the capitalist. There is a way out. The way out's called Jesus. The way out's called God's word. And uh, make sure you contact us at Helpful Wounded Spirits on Facebook. If you need help in that area, we'd love to show you. Talk to your pastor. Mm-hmm. God's word can get you through this. And so we've been cranking along, Stephanie, in the book of Proverbs. And uh, we, we try to do three verses a day. And today we're in Proverbs chapter 15. In, in verse number 28, in the heart of the righteous studieth to answer, but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. So make it a comparison here. The, the idea on how to answer something I think is in this verse. That's what I wrote down in my Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we yes. answer things? And, uh, and God's righteous people, I think what we're seeing here is they think about things beforehand. They meditate on God's word, pray about it, whatever the case, they don't just pour out this evil joke. And that's what we, I think we see in the, in the second verse, it's just, it all turns into the wicked poureth out evil things. It just, it just exudes from them. They just, and again, that may have that characteristic of narcissists that we talk about that just know everything. They're not even going to take the time for wise counsel that we talk about earlier in this chapter. So I, I, I say friends study, study to show yourself approved. And what say you, Stephanie? I think you're spot on. And I was thinking, um, as we read that verse, I thought of the fact that, um, 
sometimes it's very easy. And I know we've already covered this verse, but um, the soft answer that turns away wrath, grievous words that stir up anger. It's very easy if we're answering, um, answering something too quickly. We'll say something rash. We'll say something, maybe not phrase something the way it should be phrased. Um, and understanding that sometimes we may want to answer. And, and if we wait, God may say, you know what? You know, we're, to, we're told in Proverbs, answer not a fool. There's times that there's two verses. One says, answer not a fool um, according to his folly. There's another one that says, answer a fool. And so there are times and I, I'm not saying that we're always interacting with fools. I'm just saying the principle is given. Sometimes you don't want to answer at all. Sometimes when you stop and you wait and you think it's like, you know what, this does, this is not even worthy of a response. Anything I say at this point yeah. isn't going to make the situation better. So it is better to give no response at all. And so learning to be wise with our words, again, because ultimately we want the Lord to be glorified and, and partaking in a verbal contention doesn't bring glory to the Lord. And if you can stop a contention by not answering at all, then it's best not to answer. If You're in it's the right best, zone. Yeah. Yes, it, it just following the Lord's leading, but understanding that, yes, the word, the, the wise person will take that time to think through what he says and he's just not going to spew at the mouth. There it is. I think totally covered. And friends, let's make today a day we think about those answers. Let's uh, make today a day that we pray about contentment type of issues. I'm sorry, confrontation type of issues that we have to do at work. Maybe pray up first, have a Bible verse, uh, uh, you know, in our mind on how to handle certain situations, uh, approach things with grace, approach things with you know, an energy that's gracious, uh, you know, don't, you know, maybe that's what God has for us in that particular verse. And then we see 29, it says the Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. And, uh, boy, I, I like this verse, Stephanie, once again, you know, over and over again in, in the book of Proverbs, uh, we get to see these different sides of things. And we remember that the righteous, those people who accept Jesus Christ and and his plan and follow that, um, uh, they're the opposite of the wicked folks. And so the Lord hears, you know, the prayer of the righteous. He hears the prayer of the saved. He does all that, but he's a long way from the wicked. So I I think, Stephanie, another straightforward verse that just seems to lend itself to, hey, you can be wicked all you want, but you're not wicked with God. Hmm. Yeah, well, and, and I, I, this verse is honestly a very, very favorite verse of mine um, because of the fact that it, it's a promise. It's, it's almost stated as a fact that he is far from the wicked. You know, there are times, and I'm sure you felt this way sometimes too, I think any human that's seeking the Lord, but there's times you're like, is God really, is he really in reality looking out for me? Is, or is he, am I so messed up that he's dumped me and he's honestly on their side? You know, sometimes our brain and that doubt, you know, like, like Peter dealt with when he was walking on the waves and then he looked around and like started sinking and, and we reached those points. And so this is one of those verses that God has used in my life to encourage me when I'm I'm praying and I feel like I'm hitting a brick wall or just like, God, are you hearing me? Or do you care about the fact that I'm pouring my guts out to you? 
do you even hear me? And this is one of those verses that we can we can stand on this verse because it's stated here as a fact. It's not even, this isn't a conditional verse. It says, it's like God saying, I am far from the wicked. In other words, this is this is a state. Jehovah is far from the wicked, but he states here, fact, point blank, black and white. He says, I hear your prayers. Yeah. And for me, that <laughs> I need that reminder over and over oh, and over. Yeah, I you know that song that the kids sing, He knows my name. He hears yes. my prayers. I mean, yeah. I don't know about you, but that every I, tear that I cry, yeah, that fires me up. And and just to know, folks, just I don't know how your day's going today. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know where your trouble spots are. And Stephanie and I, uh, Debbie, we have a dear friend, a missionary couple. Her her mom is is you know within a week they're telling her from hospice care from going to heaven from cancer and her dad's in the hospital with blood clots in his lungs all over his body wanting to go to heaven with her and life is upside down and I'm sure some of you are experiencing that kind of craziness there's always something going on and but when we know that he hears our prayer when we know that he know he bottles our tears when we know that when we go out of our way to get on our knees and make that connection with God and just show him that he's the omnipotent one, the omniscient one, that when we come to him and, and show him that he's all powerful to the point where we're going to get up and pray for to him, to the point where we're going to trust in his knowing our heart, knowing everything about us, knowing the answers. Let me tell you, folks, that can change things. It can change where you're at today. And sometimes we need to look at verses like that and say, you know what? He hears my prayer. And folks, if that doesn't put a smile on your face, there's not a lot on this side of heaven that will put a smile on your face. So if you're the type of person that makes a golden retriever consider suicide, you need to get back in the word of God and uh, (laughs) know that he hears your prayer. And uh, because we all know that golden retrievers (laughs) were put on this earth to make us happy. And uh, so, so we're looking, here we go. And uh, we're on verse number 30 now. And, uh, Yeah, I had a friend of mine I was with the Army with. He he watched a golden retriever one weekend. We went to Niagara Falls or something like that. And, man, we came back, and that golden retriever, he was suicidal. I mean, he was looking at cars coming down the road, ready to jump in front of one. We had to bring him back, man. We had to say, it's all right, man. Not everybody's like that, Luke. And I named my dogs after apostles. But I'm like, Luke, it's all right. It's all right, dude. It's going to be all right. And uh, he was all sad, had tears in his eyes. And we started playing with him. and. And just telling him, say, hey, Luke, you know, it's uh, uh, you have to grow old. You don't have to grow up. It's okay to have fun, praise God. And, and here we are. We're in verse number 30, and it says, The light of the eyes rejoiceth in the heart, and a good report maketh the bones fat. Uh, the light of the eyes, it's, a, it's, like, it's like a lamp. And it, it, it can just light yeah. up when the eyes are full of light. It brings happiness and contentment, I think. And we see people like that who radiate. You know what I mean? Who just radiate the joy of God, who radiate, hey, he hears my prayers. He he bottles my tears. He he saved my soul from hell. There's a reason to be uh, celebrating, 
you know, and, and, and then, you know, a good report, thinking about a good report, making your bones fat and healthy, this idea of health, uh, that's the ultimate fulfillment and, uh, is knowing that, you know, God can change our whole disposition and he can change our whole outlook and our whole health just by how we trust in him and step out in him. And I, I mean, what are you thinking here, Stephanie? Well, this is a bittersweet verse to me um, for some private family reasons right now. Um, when you get a bad report, the op- opposite is very true. Um, but yeah. the idea that, yes, when you have a good report, it affects you physically in a good way. It's almost like God gives us insight through his word to the fact that our body, soul, mind, spirit, they're all connected. And when we are, you know, that <laughs> the idea that when you're given sad news, you know, I remember, you know, that when I found out I had brain or not brain tumor, when I found out I had the liver tumors, just yeah. this feeling of, you, it was the opposite of my bones feeling fat. Um, and you, same thing when Charles was killed and other bad news I've gotten where it just sucks the life right out of you and leaves your body feeling withered up. Um, and, and understanding that that's, that's part of life. Again, this is just a fact. It's like, God's just saying, this is how it works. And this is almost like a little bit of a science lesson here. And then the true, the beginning of this verse is so true too. The light of the eyes rejoiceth the heart. And there's an idea here. When I look at this, you know, there are some people when you're around them, and you touched on this, but there's just a joy that radiates from their eyes, from their heart, from, it emanates from them. And I have a, I have an aunt, um, that is that like an aunt? Aunt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The whole aunt, aunt thing. Um, anyway, she's very close in age to my dad. And so, you know, obviously I was around her a ton. She had a massive influence on me, but something about my, my aunt, and whatever, whatever, whatever phrase you use, whatever way you pronounce that word, um, her, her countenance and her eyes have always, and she has been through so many trials in her life, but she has radiated Jesus Christ through her eyes, the love of God. I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but there is a love of Christ that radiates through her eyes that I can't explain. And even in the midst, I mean, I, I've seen her so sad and so broken, but she still has Jesus radiating from her countenance. Yeah. And it makes a difference. It has made a difference in in my life and all of her children's life and her siblings' life because she has she has chosen to let the G, uh, the light and the love of Jesus Christ radiate through her and it brings rejoicing to the heart of so many people around her. Wow. And 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 I think that's real. I I've seen it. I've lived it. I I just feel like there's an attractiveness that comes with godliness. And when you, when you radiate that godliness as an attractiveness, you just want to be around people like that. You just want to see them smile. You want to, uh, you just want to be close to them, you know, and, uh, uh, at our church, fortunately we have a few pastors, I think that radiate that our, our senior pastor, pastor Crockett, who you guys have heard, he, yes. ra- he radiates God. You see it in his eyes. You see it in his action. Uh, our outreach, really the assistant pastor Huffman radiates it. And, uh, so I, I think, you know, I think we got a choice. I, I know we keep on going back to this, but I really believe we have a choice. 
And every day we have a choice. When we wake up in the morning, you know, that day, does it belong to God or does it belong to the crazy things of this world? And if it belongs to God, we, we got to pour God in. We got to open the valve and just pour as much God in. I listen, you know, I don't waste time anymore with news. I, I don't, uh, I don't waste time. I do read the news briefly. It just messes me up more than it's worth. I listen to podcasts. I listen to our podcast. You guys are listening to this one. I try to put in as much of God as I can. I try to listen to Bible reading while reading my Bible. So I'm getting the words right. I'm trying to grow in that way. Those are things I think, Stephanie, uh, that, you know, that you can see the light of God coming through folks' eyes because yes. God's not, he's not wasting his word. He's not wasting his precepts. He's not wasting his truths. He's not wasting what he does for our hearts. He's not wasting, uh, you know, making our bones healthy. He's not wasting these fat old bones. He, he's given us a good shot of what we need. And God's never going to waste that opportunity. His word doesn't return void. Uh, as we quote his word, that's not going to return void. Hopefully it sticks with us and makes us look forward, makes us move forward. Uh, you know, there's some people, and I'm among them, that, boy, we can get caught up if we're not careful and uh, boy we want the devil wants to snare us and snag us and boy he'll he'll attack people in our lives he'll attack us he'll attack our neighbors but i'll tell you what when you when you let god in when things get healthy the attacks slow down when people can see god through you everything changes and uh folks make that decision today say i'm gonna i'm gonna allow god to shine through me i'm not gonna get in his way i'm not gonna quench the holy spirit this is this is on this is gonna be about god today today is for god and uh closing this out stephanie uh any last words you want to say about making today about god well i i think you covered it very well but just understanding that um, God can use you to be a light and to be the rejoicing of someone's heart if you'll choose to let him. And there, you know, that's a great point right there. Choose to be that person that lights up a room that allows God to light up. Be that person, be that gal, be that guy. I mean, just come out there and just be carrying the light of God. Well, we love you folks. If there's anything we can do for you, please make sure you go to our Facebook page, Helpful Wounded Spirits. Drop us a line. We'll make sure we get back to you. Uh, it's always a great opportunity for us to be able to talk to you folks. May, may God bless you. Know we're praying for you. Please lift us in prayer. In Christ's name, we love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name.
while believing in your heart, and He will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.